0: I am Tamara Angela, your resident fairy godmother and psychic medium. Today's episode, we are going to talk about the conversation with the higher self. A lot of people ask me, how do you manifest? How do you not only envision the life that you want, the life that you are supposed to have, the life that you deserve, but how do you get there? What does that road look like? I started talking about manifesting, but then realized I had to go back a couple steps and really start discussing the higher self. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, because this is understanding this concept is key to understanding how to live divinely in your gifts, but also understanding how to live in this higher vibration that we have just ascended to so if you're following the podcast um, we talked about in October how basically the veil was thinned and we reached this higher vibration if you haven't heard that podcast make sure you go back it's the October get into your magic October 2019 um, podcast but so we talked about How you get into your magic in October. How you understand that your words speak life to your situation. It really brings life to your situation. And in November, we saw a space of setting the foundation, laying the groundwork, really setting the stage for that manifestation for those dreams for those goals setting the stage for them to grow and so in December we have to put in the work you know when you plant flowers first you think of what you want the garden to look like and then you go out and you assess the soil and make sure that you can even grow anything where you're at and what you can grow and then you plant you do the work And then there comes a time where you take your hands off of it and you sit back and you wait for the fruits to to grow. You wait for the fruits of your labor. That's going to be what the top half of 2020 looks like. That waiting for the fruits of your labor because you've already put in the work. Mind you, effort begets your end result. And so, if there's a space where you've kind of half-assed things, you haven't put in full effort, you haven't really been paying attention, you've been distracted, blah, 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 your end results are going to reflect that. This is really going to be a space of accountability that's going to be super tough for a lot of people because, by and large, society today does not like accountability. It doesn't support accountability. Because everybody wants whatever's happening to them to be a result of something else. It's true that free will exists, and that is a part of it that, you know, something else is kind of happening, and there's a crash course collision with free will, your free will, and someone else's free will all the time. But the other part of that reality is, you know, sometimes there's shitty ass stuff going on in your life because you don't set boundaries, because you don't know how to set boundaries, because you refuse to set boundaries, because you make poor decisions, because you have poor impulse control, because, because, because. And so we have to take accountability for all of those things that are happening, all of these things that are going on. There has to be this space of accountability. How do we get there? We have to Be a bit self-actualized. We have to understand and connect with our higher self. Your your higher self is this version of you that lives in this elevated consciousness. It just thrives off of divine wisdom. It's balanced emotionally. Um, There's a sense of emotional intelligence there. Compassion. And just an overall being actualized. Understanding. Acknowledging. And working in your purpose. This version of you resides on a celestial plane that helps to continue to guide you to this self-actualized space. This higher level of consciousness. This higher level of divinely living. So first thing we need to understand is that with the planes of time, we have the past, the present, and the future. They're all co-occurring simultaneously because time is relative time and space is is all relative it's a man-made concept that creates these constructs around a completely abstract concept and so we have been taught essentially to almost live in the past Um, When I do therapy, I've always operated from a mindfulness um, perspective, which deals with what is going on right now in the moment. Yes, there are times where we need to do some cognitive behavioral therapy, which asks us to delve into things that have already happened. But I find a lot of times that therapy can be Um, that kind of therapy can be very successful for certain things like trauma and things like that. But, um, I find that it's best to work with what is currently going on and be focused on where you're going versus being focused on the past because the past, you you can't fix it. There's no going back. There's no undoing it. There's no, um, pressing pause. None of that stuff is done. Like Sitting and analyzing what already happened doesn't assist us mostly in the present day. What it does is it leaves us stuck in the past until you, unless you're able to resolve those feelings and kind of bring those feelings to the surface, acknowledge that they're there and then develop a plan for the present. Sometimes there are some therapies that they unlock those past patterns But then they don't help us to build the toolkit that we need to be able to create those skills that we need to currently be successful. And so what we find is there's this comfort um, in some way of constantly letting the mind rework reanalyze, build alternate endings to things that have already happened. Um, We start to analyze them and say, well, how could a person do this? Or why would they get here? Why would they get there? It gives us friendly banter. It gives us this conversation. It gives us ways to connect with people by constantly breaking these things down. The reality is what's done is done and it can't be fixed or changed. Sometimes you've been involved in a situation that's you know in the past and the other person who may be the offender or whatever they don't they don't care that they offended you um they may even be deceased and you can't talk to them about it and so then we bring in this mythological creature called closure where you want to say these things to get it off of your chest because you think it'll make you feel better and it never really does because you never really hear exactly what you need to feel what you need to hear in the present to soothe or alleviate that past version of you you never really hear it because it's done and so dealing with the higher self there is this space of healing that um, has occurred already and there's this understanding this notion that there is this piece of you, this version of you that lives in a space where you are healed, where you have come through, where you have been successful, where you have survived, where you have elevated past this situation, where you understand that that situation happened, but you don't claim it. You don't claim to be a victim of it perpetually. This higher self version of you says this thing happened but this thing doesn't define me because it lives in divine that higher self version lives in um divine wisdom which doesn't continuously attach to these things that occurred that aren't good for us because we know just realistically sometimes people do bullshit kind of things and It's not good. And so then we attach to those situations and that's how we meet people. We meet and say, I'm a survivor. These things happen to me. So then that way we can connect with other people versus connecting with people in a a higher version of yourself. So when we're looking at our higher self, it allows us to move forward. Society likes to look at things in hindsight, like shoulda, coulda, woulda. So it focuses on, um, you'll see these journal entries that say, if I could go back and do it over, what would I do? I mean, the reality is that you can't go back and do it over. So why would you spend all this time talking about what you would do if you had the chance again? What that does is it pitches you backwards versus saying, you know what? this situation happened, I'm going to find some resolve and I'm going to understand what brought me there and understand how presently I can release that attachment. I can alleviate that 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 feeling, how I can presently deal with that. So moving forward, I have realization. Moving forward, I have insight moving forward I act intuitively I use my discretion um that's where we need to be with the higher self is understanding of course where the patterns came up because I mean all of us are built humanly we have these patterns of behavior we have these things that we do natal chart wise Um, there are going to be some things that are always going to be a weakness for you. You'll just never be good at it. It's innately just your Achilles heel. And then there's going to be those things that are innately a strength for you. Dealing with the higher self, having that conversation encourages you to walk in your strengths. Be focused on your strengths. It encourages you to outsource your weaknesses. Things that you just are not designed to to do well at, find somebody that is complimentary for you. You know, when we also do these journal entries, um, these journal prompt activities, it says, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? Well, those are always interesting because there is a space of you being in a more actualized version of yourself. In order to go back and tell yourself at 16 something full of wisdom. So we're, but we're basing that slightly in knowledge from hindsight because we're looking at that and saying, now I know this. If I was 16 and I got to do it all over again with that wisdom, this is how I would want it to turn out. The reality is you were 16 and you didn't have that wisdom. Maybe you didn't tap in intuitively. Maybe you didn't use your discernment. You just didn't have those skills in the storehouse. And so you did what you did. You used the skills you had. It turned out the way it needed to turn out. Maybe that situation didn't need to go another way. Maybe it needed to go the way that it went because of karma, because of lessons. If you're looking back to your 16-year-old self and you're seeing consistent patterns and you're now 40, that's the only reason why looking back is helpful. It's because, okay, I see I keep doing this thing. Let me unlock that. Let me undo that. So the present works more efficiently. Sometimes when we do those journal entries like that, um, it speaks to regret. And it focuses on things that we haven't done. It kind of leaves us uh, sometimes thinking of things based in lack. Some For some people, it makes them think like, oh my God, I'm still doing this thing at 40. And I've been doing this since I was 16. I'm unsuccessful. So you have to be careful when you're doing some of those activities. Because sometimes it, it makes you think of the, the 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 slow progress or makes people feel like a failure versus helping them to actually look at their triumphs and then you get into this horrible, horrible cycle of let me do things over again or what happens is you overcompensate. I know way too many people who overcompensate and say, well, I didn't get this as a kid so I'm going to give it to my kid. Those kind of things can be super, super detrimental. This focus on higher self, having this conversation with your higher self, it, it says that you're looking forward to this part of you that has moved up into this other vibration um, that has the knowledge that you need. So if we were to do that activity and say, you know, what would what you tell your 16 year old self? What in this actualized version of you would you tell you right now? If there's this this version of you that is more um, in tune and um, uses its discernment more, how would you guide your life? Like what would life look like for you right now? Are there decisions that you just wouldn't make? Because you know that this higher self version of you doesn't even resonate there. So, for instance, we see this a lot of times with friendships. We see people say, I outgrew this friendship. You know, you've had a friend, let's say you've had this friend since high school, and you guys have gone through a lot together. But then there comes the point at which people are like, okay, we just kind of grew apart. The way that I see that is less about growing apart and more about vibrational shifts. Because what happens is someone gets into a space where vibrationally, they understand where they were supposed to go and where they were supposed to be. And they shift the vibration. They move into another frequency. And then what happens is that other person is not able to communicate with friends. So friend A shifts into another frequency. Friend A becomes a little bit more self-actualized. They've been doing their shadow work and working on things that they're supposed to work on for their own personal growth. And so they shift frequencies and move up into this this other frequency. And I'm not even going to really say move up. I'm going to take that back. I'm just going to say they shift into another frequency. And so friend B no longer can relate to some of the stuff that friend A is doing. Not because friend A outgrew friend B, but because there was a shift in frequency that said that friend A no longer lives on this level and that they understand that there are these other levels that they can go to. But friend B is not there yet or may never get there because maybe that's not a frequency that friend B is supposed to be on due to whatever their divine assignment is. And so it's gonna look like these two friends grew apart. In actuality, what really happened was there was a shift in frequencies. And so now, you know, the narrative goes, oh, well, we haven't really talked because we just kind of grew apart. Things are a little different now. That shift created a sort of divide. That shift created a space where there was clarity on the fact that You look at things one way and I look at things another way. The reality is that you became friends in the first place because there were like frequencies happening. There were things that you both did that were very similar. Thoughts that you had, um, ideas, likes and dislikes. There were similarities, but there were probably also um, differences that were pretty much on the same vibration and frequency and then when somebody tuned basically to another frequency almost like tuning to another radio station you you don't get that same information coming in anymore and so what happens is you guys find yourself in these different places trying to translate your current language from your current frequency to one another and then you realize you're not even having the same conversation now what can also happen is that both of you are actually ascending at your own personal rate doing what you are supposed to do as far as ascension goes you guys are you know elevating the way that you're supposed to elevate And you just elevate in different directions. But it doesn't mean that the two of you, it doesn't mean that one is actually ascending higher than another. It just basically means that you both are ascending in different directions. And so it just simply means that you have to, at some point, come together and just understand what language you both are speaking. And then figure out if there's a way for you to speak each other's language. Sometimes there is and sometimes there isn't. But it just means that you've both actualized in your purpose and figured out what path you're supposed to be on and you're going on those paths. Sometimes that path will take you guys in totally separate directions to never come back together again. And sometimes it'll take you guys in separate directions, but your paths will merge again. It just depends on where you're supposed to be. So I find it just interesting that we have these conversations about friends and like outgrowing people. It's not that we outgrow each other. We just get ourselves to a space where um there's more knowledge, there's more discernment. Now sometimes there may be people that you do out, <coughs> outgrow. Excuse me, simply because you were never meant to stay on that frequency. You were always meant to transcend that frequency, um, and that other person was never meant to transcend that frequency. So, you all of a sudden understand that there are 15 floors in the building, and you've taken the elevator to floor number 13 and figured out that there are two more floors. Well, This other person has only gone up to floor 10 and there are no floors above them. So they don't realize that there are these other floors. What happens there is you have the ability to go to all the floors above 10, but you also have the ability to come back down to 10 when you feel like it, when you wanna visit, This is you coming back with your ratchet friends. You could do hood ratchet with your ratchet friends, but then you can go and uh, show up and present at a gala uh, full of millionaires. This is you being able to take the elevator to the 15th floor, but this is your friends also not having any floors past floor 10. But you somehow figured out that there were floors past floor 10 and you took those additional floors. This is where we see that separation kind of occur. So when we're having this conversation with our higher self, it is made for us to guide ourselves and say, you know what, how would my higher self react to this? would I make this decision? Does this decision fit who I'm designed to be? When you have that clear, clear understanding, this is why such having such a clear understanding of your purpose is so important because there are going to be things that you just won't tap into knowing that it doesn't speak to your purpose. You just won't even tap into it. You're just like, I'm not dealing with that. Like, I'm not going to do that. There's no way. You may even say in those situations like that, that's completely beneath me. That doesn't even speak to the level at which I see myself. This would be making friends, you know, building partnerships, um, choosing relationships, just building based on your higher self. When you understand your higher self, no matter whether you've been wounded or not, you understand that there's this version of you that transcends whatever your stress is. It transcends whatever your current situation is. It transcends the valley that you're in. So this is the difference with the person who is like, okay, I'm in the valley, there's shit happening, stuff is hitting the fan, these things aren't going right. But you know that there's a version of you that lives outside of this current situation. And therefore, you say, I'm in the situation, but I'm not of the situation. Like, this, this, I, I'm, this is going to blow over. Yes, I'm stressed. Yes, this is, you know, it sucks ass that I'm in this situation. You can acknowledge that the situation sucks, but you can also say, I'm not staying here. When you understand your purpose, you come out of those situations a little bit more clearer. You come out of those situations understanding that there's more. And you're looking forward to whatever that more is. Because you know you're not supposed to be planted in whatever this stress is. You know that there's other things that you're supposed to be doing and you prepare yourself to do them. So this higher self conversation is huge and it's long lasting and it helps us to move ahead and not get stuck and rooted in the past and then also be very aware of how the moves that we make in our present form um, dictate a lot of where we're going. People have to have accountability for things because if you're not aware of how your current decisions are affecting everything that's happening for you and every next step that you make, you're just going to be walking around blindly and haphazardly just doing things, which is the state in which most people come to me. Most people come to me and they're like, I've been wandering I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing I don't know what things are supposed to look like I'm just here and it's just it's super interesting because people are like I know this is not where I'm supposed to be I know that there's supposed to be more it's that feeling of understanding that there's something else there's this other thing That's happening. There's this other version of you that lives somewhere else. There's this other version of you that knows that there's life outside of where you currently are. And that other version of you desperately wants to get there, wants you to get there. That other version of you desperately wants you to come into this new space, be where you're supposed to be. So that way you can connect vibrationally and frequency-wise to that version of yourself that moves with confidence. That version of yourself that moves with elegance and grace isn't stress and doesn't overthink. There's a version of you that lives like that. And so the question here is how you get yourself to the point that you are speaking to your higher self more often and how you get yourself to the point where you are tapping into your higher self to live in that version of you that is more successful, live in that version of you that sees yourself more confident, how you live in that version of you that lives more purposely. This is the first part of this conversation. I know we will definitely be having more conversation on the higher self. Definitely message me um, so you can ask questions if there's more that you want to know about working on your higher self. I'm gonna be doing the first quarter uh, 90 day challenge. For 2020 Vision starting in January, message me at 3L Love Light Lucid at gmail.com if you would like to participate in the first quarter 90-day challenge and get more attuned to your higher self. Make sure you go back, listen to some of the past episodes. Re listen to them if you've heard them before. Make sure you share what you're learning. And as always, tune in every week. There'll be a new episode up every week with something to do with astrology, the zodiac, and living more purposefully. Let's get it in 2020, y'all. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, Love and Fairy Magic, F A E. R-Y